0: Coming up, the Bulls couldn't handle the heat in Miami and Carl Anthony Towns clinched a win for the Timberwolves. This is Locked On Now, NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Hey everyone, you're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from the night in basketball. The two best records in the Eastern Conference met in Miami in last night's biggest game. The biggest game. The Chicago Bulls didn't have much of a fight for the Miami Heat last night, and the most anticipated matchup in the NBA yesterday ended up a blowout. Locked on Bulls tries to figure out how Chicago fell so flat out in South Beach.
1: What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt Peck here from Locked on Bulls with your post game takeaway. The Bulls dropped their second straight, 112.99, the final against the Miami Heat tonight, and it didn't really feel all that close. The Bulls really have only themselves to blame, self inflicted wounds with the story of this game. They were going into Miami, trying to nip at the heels of the Heat for the top seed in the East, and they could not match the Heat's intensity on either end of the floor. The Bulls were careless and and sloppy and unfocused on the offensive end, leading to eight first-quarter turnovers. Plus, they were absolutely lazy in transition. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan both getting frustrated with the efficiency Officiating at times and not getting back on defense. The Bulls were getting lost on switches and rotations. Very little help defense at any point tonight. The Bulls look, yes, they're shorthanded, but so is Miami. They didn't have Kyle Lowry tonight. No excuses for this kind of effort when you're trying to reclaim the top seed in the East. The Bulls should be really sheepish after this one. For more on this loss to the Heat, check out our Tuesday episode of Locked On Bulls with me and my guy Big Dave. Wherever you get your podcast, Locked On Bulls, your team every day.
0: The Toronto Raptors dominated the Brooklyn Nets with a big night from their rookie who matched a career high in the blowout. Locked on Raptors has high praise for the Toronto top five pick.
2: Scotty Barnes leads a beatdown in Brooklyn. Sean be here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Raptors' 133-97 win over the Brooklyn Nets on Monday night in Brooklyn. The first of a home-and-home back-to-back between these two teams tonight and tomorrow. And the big takeaway for this one is that Scotty Barnes continues to be way beyond what he was promised to be as the fourth overall pick in the draft. He put up a tie for his career high with 28 points tonight on 12 of 14 shooting go along with 16 boards, four assists five steals he was just everywhere for the raptors in this one totally disruptive on the defensive end the nets could not get anything done when he was around and then on offense they didn't even really draw stuff up for him he was just kind of in the right spot at all times because he is already like a hall of fame level just knows where to stand guy in the nba he's ridiculous and he's 20 years old and if he's doing this 28 16 and 4 Uh, In a game where he really was kind of like the fourth or fifth option most of the time he was on the floor You get pretty excited about what he could be down the line as he expands his responsibilities within this team And then this game is also huge from a standings perspective the Raptors now up on the Nets by three games with this win They have a chance tomorrow to push that to four and there's not much time left here if the Nets fall down four games We don't know when Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons are coming back They're gonna have to make up those games over the course of like 20 games to close the season feels pretty insurmountable So tomorrow Tonight will be massive when it comes to the east play-in race for the number seven seed or higher and the toronto raptors will have fans back in the stands for the very first time in just about two months that will be awesome as well and should give the raptors a pretty good shot of repeating tonight's performance even if fred van vliet is still out of the lineup which he was tonight we will have it all broken down for you on locked on raptors tomorrow be sure to tune in
0: The Brooklyn Nets are still without all of their star players when at home and are still really struggling to stay competitive without them. Brooklyn lost big to Toronto last night, and Locked On Nets breaks down another tough loss to swallow.
2: Doug Norrie, Locked On Nets here, coming at you, following an absolute drubbing by the Toronto Raptors over the Brooklyn Nets. Nets really never could get into this. Didn't matter that Fred Van Vliet was not there for the Toronto Raptors, because the Brooklyn Nets are still without Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons. And it feels like they're just treading water until the day, hopefully one day soon, when those three guys can come back. But again, it's a home game. We know they're going to be shorthanded for these games. It's the front end of a back-to-back. This game was never close. There are some little takeaways we can get from the game, I think, as they prepare to go into Boston on Tuesday night. We're going to be talking about it all over on the Locked On Nets
3: podcast.
0: The Indiana Pacers lost to the Magic thanks to a slow start out of halftime Monday night in Orlando. Our Locked On Pacers and Magic hosts explain how Indiana put itself in too deep a hole to climb out of and how Orlando took advantage.
4: Pacers fall to the Magic in Orlando, 119-103, a very very forgettable game for the pacers who if you take the first second and fourth quarter and combine them tied this magic team but in the third quarter got absolutely smoked by the magic 35 to 19 and that 16 point margin ended up being the difference and the pacers were just flat all night that 19 point third quarter emblematic of their struggles 103 one of their lowest scoring outputs in a while Tyrese Halberton, their lead guard and lead scorer recently, six uh, six turnovers in this game. Uh, he shot okay but could not take care of the ball. No one else in the Pacers really had a nice shooting night besides Buddy Heald. They could not get into the paint, which has been the bread and butter of the Pacers' offense all season. Only 28 points in the paint they had foul trouble with their bigs they didn't have their best attackers and Malcolm Brogdon and Lance Stevenson to get into the paint just a lot of bad all happening at the same time for the Pacers against a crummy magic team they looked helpless they got smoked we'll break it all down and more on tomorrow's Locked On Pacers podcast
3: this is Philip Rossman Wright, the host of Locked On Magic and Markel Fultz is back it would have been enough just to see him on the floor it would have been enough just to see him get a few minutes maybe a token basket here or there, but. Markel Fultz made a real impact in his return to the Orlando Magic. The bounce, the rhythm, the flow was all there as he scored 10 points and dished out 6 assists. It gave the team such a huge energy boost, gave the the team so much, and it was just so good to see Markel Fultz out on the floor. You could see how much his teammates loved him being out there. But beyond that, the Orlando Magic played a really good game in a 119-103 victory over the Indiana Pacers. Eight players scored in double figures, tying a franchise record. So many guys played well, and the Magic stepped up their defense after struggling defending the three-point line in the first half. Now, obviously, Markel Fultz is a story. Obviously, everyone is so happy to have him back, and you could really see his impact, his ability to control and manage the game, even with him just playing on pure fumes and adrenaline in his first game back. But the Orlando Magic are certainly very, very happy, and they can enjoy a really great day. Just a perfect outing for the Orlando Magic. We'll have more coming up on Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Rossman-Reich.
0: Coming up, the Timberwolves hold off a Cavs comeback and the Bucks blow by the Hornets. This is Locked On Now, NBA. Well, this is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eating right thanks to Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I enjoy eating them. Have you guys tried the Puffs? Because if you haven't, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. You guys, they are so good and they are going to be your new favorite. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. 100% real chocolate. They are low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these babies. They are better. A typical candy bar can go anywhere from two to 300 calories, but not Built Bars. Most built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar. I'm telling you, there's really no comparison. And so many flavors Built Bar has. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all of the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and it will be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. We have an offer for you guys. If you go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off of your order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Kim Becker here with our Locked On NBA host to go over everything from the night in basketball. John ja Morant couldn't be stopped last night as he put up a career high for the second straight game. More than enough for last night's best performance. The best performance. Paula,
3: Paula, Paula.
0: John Morant was unstoppable against the Spurs last night. The superstar put up 52 points in helping Memphis beat San Antonio, which brought in high praise from our Locked On Grizzlies and Locked On Spurs hosts.
5: Sean Coleman here with the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. For 27 years, 54 to City, meant Zach Randolph. And that's why it's up in the rafters. But tonight it takes on a new meaning with Ja getting 52 points against the San Antonio Spurs, the first 50-point 50 performance in Grizzlies franchise history. And Ja was the absolute difference. 29 points, two of his best plays in the in his career so far in the NBA, the best single-half performance that we've ever seen from a Grizzlies player, and he completed the best game we've ever seen for a Grizzlies player. And that's what stands out, right? We have literally seen Two of the three best individual off and performances in franchise history over the past two games. Also, John's ja the second best one from the playoffs last year. Ja becomes the sixth player in NBA history to own the top three single games, the three highest single-game scoring totals in the history of a franchise. Only six players have done it. Wilt, Michael Jordan, Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, James Harden, and now John Morant. Game after game after game after game, he joins a league company. But at the end of the day, he is truly one of one. His name is John Morant, and he has put together back-to-back games. And it is truly valid now without a shadow of a doubt. We've never seen anything like him, and we are so lucky to have him. This and much more on the post-game edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. You hear me? Go Grizzlies.
6: This is Jeff Garcia with lockdown Spurs. He'll give you a quick recap of the Spurs' 118-105 loss in Memphis. Look, when Ja Morant just goes ballistic on you, I don't care if the Spurs, the top team in the West or the East, he drops 52 points. It's going to be a long night for the opposing team, and it was a long night for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, Morant scores 52 points. The Spurs could not do anything to slow him down. It also didn't help, too, that DeJounte Murray gets tossed in the fourth quarter on all, all just made for an L. Go to the Spurs. They kept things interesting towards uh, the game, at least for three, three and a half quarters within single digits throughout most of the game. Nevertheless, it was just too much Morant uh, at the end of the day. And hey, you got to tip your cap to him. 52 points. Yeah, that's a huge feat. As a matter of fact, that was his uh, career high. Lonnie Walker led the Spurs with 22 points. DeJounte Murray added 20. One before getting ejected after the game lonnie walker spoke directly to that as did Morant, uh doug mcdermott excuse me saying that their defense the transition defense was pitiful they had no answer for morant They, they came out of the gate slow it, you know it happens it's one of the games it was the last game of the rodeo road trip uh perhaps the spurs were already gassed out and ready to come home after uh, being away from the AT&T Center for nearly a month, the Spurs finished their rodeo trip 4 and 4, and will next face the Kings out in San Antonio. Jeff Garcia here with Lockdown Spurs. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Let's go around the league.
0: The Milwaukee Bucks are preparing for a title defense and looked playoff ready in tearing apart the Hornets last night. Locked on Bucks says he hopes this win is a sign Milwaukee is getting ready to kick it into high gear for the playoff push.
7: What's up, everyone? Kane Pippen here from Locked on Bucks. As Milwaukee get back on track at least for one night, they beat the Hornets 130-106 to 106 in a game that they really did need to win. It was never really in doubt. The Bucks were spoken about the fact that now is go time. Now is the time to focus on the run to the postseason. They have about 20 games left. They've had major problems in the third quarter. The defense has been up and down, mostly down for a lot of the season. And we understand the seedings in the East are bunched up to the max. So now is the time to see if they can, uh, quote unquote, flip a switch. Who knows whether they're going to be able to do that. But tonight, at least, they took advantage of a Charlotte team that's really been struggling uh, and on a back-to-back. But the Bucs looked focused at least they looked energized they looked like this was a game that they wanted to win which is a great sign Giannis had 26 points 16 rebounds six assists two steals four blocks he was awesome as he always is and the bucks pick up a much-needed win we're going to break it all down on the post-game show so make sure you join us wherever you get your podcasts or on youtube
0: After winning the three-point contest, Carl Anthony Towns called himself the best shooting man of all time, and he used those skills to clinch the game for the Timberwolves in Cleveland last night. After Minnesota almost blew a big lead, Locked on Wolves recaps the hectic win.
8: Ben Beacon with Lockdown Wolves here. The Timberwolves beat the Cavs on Monday by five. It was a shorthanded Cavs team. Of course, no Karis Karis LeVert, uh, no Darius Garland, obviously no Colin Sexton, no Rajon Rondo. uh, But the Timberwolves still found themselves down 14 early after a really slow start. A huge flare in the third quarter, though, put the Timberwolves up 23. But the Cavs fought back and tied the game, came all the way back. It took a Carl Anthony Towns game winner with about 11 seconds to play and then a strong uh, ensuing defensive possession after that. But the Towns three put the Wolves ahead for good in the final 10, 12 seconds or so the Wolves held on to win. This was not a good defensive performance for the Wolves against a shorthanded Cavs team that struggles offensively at times, even when they're at full strength. So the defensive woes continue for the Wolves, giving up 37 in the first quarter, 34 in the fourth. But still, the offense did enough. This was a really good D'Angelo Russell game, a strong Jaden McDaniels game, kind of all the way around. Uh, Torian Prince was invaluable off the bench. uh, And outside of Towns Clutch 3, he was relatively quiet. I want to break down the continuing issues on the defensive end of the floor and how the Wolves did just enough offensively to outscore a team that they should have had no problem outscoring, uh, quite frankly. So we're going to break that all down here on the postgame pod. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Wolves for all things Timberwolves.
0: That's all for today here at Locked On Now NBA. Thank you again for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, go make your second listen, Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked on your team every day.